Hello, and welcome to 15-Minute PD. My name is Bradley Reese, and I have been in elementary education for over 20 years. I've seen many trends come and go in education over the years, but the one thing I find is a constant is teachers trying to find new ways to engage and teach students. This podcast was created to do just that, give you some new skills in a short amount of time. I hope that today's podcast will inspire you to try something new. Hey, welcome to the podcast today. So today we're going to talk about something that all teachers have to deal with, and that is sub plans. If you're like me, sometimes it's better just to crawl on in uh, than to have to make sub plans. But I want to preface what we're going to talk about today with the fact that I'm not talking about days that you wake up and you feel like you're going to die. Um, this this uh, podcast is not for that kind of absence. This is for a long-term absence or maybe an absence that you knew ahead of time that was coming. Um, So I want to give you a couple of tips and things that I do in my room that help when I'm not there for my class to continue on, even without me actually being in the room. So let's get started. So one of the things that I've found that really helps when I'm going to be absent is to be as organized as possible um, for the day's lessons that I'm going to need taught. Um, Of course, we are asking a substitute come in. Sometimes we're asking someone who we're familiar with. Sometimes we're asking someone who uh, may not necessarily know our classroom routines and things like that. So it's super important at the beginning of your lesson planning that you build a template Um, When I say build a template, what I mean is to take and make like a Google Doc or even a Google slide presentation that you put all of the information that you would normally tell anyone who walks in your room to teach. This is going to save you time in the long run. It's going to be a little work at the very beginning, but you're definitely going to save a whole lot of time in the long run because you'll have this template that you can just go in and just adjust for whatever day that you're going to be out. Now, at the beginning of the year, I make a sub plan for a full day absence, but I also make a sub plan template uh, for a half day absence in the morning and a half day absence in the afternoon. That way I have three different templates that I can choose from when I know I'm going to be absent. Um, So when you build that template, you're going to go ahead and put your schedule in. Um, I go ahead and I put the times that each thing happens. That way I can just go in and change out whatever is there. It saves me a ton of time uh, to just be able to go in and just tweak and adjust things instead of having to retop an entire lesson plan. And that's the other thing. Handwritten lesson plans, they're of the past. Your handwritten lesson plans, those it's going to be hard sometimes for people to read your handwriting. Even if you have the most perfect handwriting, there might be something that you just misprint or something like that where someone is going to misunderstand what you want them to do. And you want to make it as clear as possible for that person to make their day go a lot smooth, a lot smoother than it would if they were trying to find um, the pieces of what you need them to do. Another thing is... Working on quality instead of quantity. 
a lot of times when we're absent, you think, well, I'm just going to leave a ton of stuff for them to do, a couple of worksheets and things like that. Well, that's fine if you know you wake up in the morning and you're dying. Uh, but if you know ahead of time that you're going to be absent, you know, take the time to plan a quality lesson. Sometimes I go ahead and teach the lesson on video. And that helps tremendously for my classroom to continue on even when I'm not here. So basically, I'm teaching the lesson even when I'm not present to teach the lesson. But again, this is only if you know that you're going to be absent. Um, and so what I do is I basically teach the lesson just like uh, maybe a Door of the Explorer episode where you're going to sit and you're going to say, okay, so this is what I need you to do. Do you have any questions? And you pause. I always pause. Like I'll ask for answers and then I'll pause and I'll tell the substitute to pause the video in certain places. But um, it, it helps a whole lot because again, my class is still learning even when I'm not in the building. It also helps the substitute because I teach math and math in today's world is very difficult to teach if you are not prepared to teach that lesson. In other words, you don't know the ins and outs of how math is being taught nowadays um, with the, quote, new math. Um, and so it makes it very difficult for a substitute to come in and teach that. So it makes it a lot easier if they can just play the video, pause the video, and, and answer the questions. Of course, I'm leaving a, a lesson plan template for them that has all of the lesson plans there with questions and the answers so that they're able to answer those questions if kids have them. Another thing I like to do is make sure I try to hyperlink things. So a lot of times I'll ask um, my teaching partner to pull up the lesson plan on the board that morning. And that way the substitute can just click on those links instead of having to try to type in, less, uh, type in websites and type in all of those things. It's there, ready for them, able to click it, able to pick it, and not even have to think through it all. Another thing that you're going to want to do for your lesson plans is include all safety plans for the school. That's very difficult for a substitute to come in and know, unless they're at the school very frequently, to know what is expected when there's a fire drill, when there's a tornado drill. Um, even if you're in certain places, hurricane drills and things like that. Um, it's very important that those things are listed inside of your lesson plans. Again, this is where that template is going to come, into come in handy for you because you're going to be able to just have it there and just not have to top that every single time. Um, if you prefer, you can always set that aside into a separate folder that um, is listed as your safety plans so that your substitute can just look those up instead of having to look through the lesson plan. Um, so again, you wouldn't have to retop those, just top them once a year. But it's really important that is very labeled that they can find those things, especially in today's world. We all know all of the safety concerns that happen at schools. And we want to make sure that our substitutes aren't left without the knowledge of what to do in a situation. Now, there's a couple other things that I do to make my sub day successful for my substitute. Um, one of the things is when you are listing out everything, make sure you're being very professional in how you're typing it out, how you're um, describing things. Um, you have to really think that this person has never been at our school. They've never been in our classroom. Think about every single detail you would need to tell them. 
Again, get that in the template so that you're not having to recreate the wheel each time that you're going to be absent. One other thing I love to do for substitutes sometimes, I will leave a note with our cafeteria manager, or sometimes I will actually just leave it on the desk. I'll always leave money for a, a treat at lunch. So maybe an ice cream or maybe a Coke from the Coke vending machine or something like that. So it's kind of a little treat. It definitely makes them want to come back to your classroom because you treated them. Um, sometimes I'll leave chocolate for them. Uh, I'll leave candy for them, things like that, that I know, you know, it's a tough job being a substitute. It's a tough job being a teacher most days. So I can't imagine coming into a classroom that's not even yours and having to run the classroom for that day. So it's a tough day. A little chocolate definitely goes a long way for them. One of the other things I do for my students is I always have some kind of reward built into the substitute plan. A couple of times what I'll do is I have several different kinds. So I'll, I'll either have uh, the substitute pick. I have two separate classes. So I'll have her pick two students out of each class. Um, or I may have her pick which class was better. Um, recently, I did that, and then I rewarded that class with eating in the classroom. It wasn't a huge reward, but to them, it was a big deal, and they definitely wanted to compete against the other class. When they know I'm absent, they know that something like that is going to happen. So they definitely want to try hard, harder for the substitute so that they can get on that list. Um, sometimes I've given them, like I've asked what their favorite candy bar was and got them a full-size candy bar. Um, different things like that. I mean, even um, having one class get extra recess time or uh, one class gets computer time that's, you know, outside of our regular practice, um, just fun game time on the computer. But it's definitely a way to get your kids on the right page when the substitute's there so that you're, they're not having to deal with so much behavior problems with, um, with kids. I suggest that you definitely give that a try. I appreciate you taking the time today to listen to this podcast. Uh, I try very frequently to get these podcasts out. I've, I've missed a few weeks over the last couple of months. Things got kind of busy, um, but I definitely uh, try to do this every other week. And so I'm back in gear with that, and hopefully we'll be getting some new episodes out. But I do want to thank you for taking the time to really sit down and just pour into yourself and listen to this podcast and think of ways that you can be better. Um, one thing I always like to do at the end of the episode is to give you a challenge. And the challenge I want to give you today is what is one thing that you can do, just one step that you can take that I shared today that would improve your substitute plans? I mean, it's going to be hard to implement everything at one time. But what's one thing? Could you build the template and use that? Um, could you find ways to add hyperlinks into your plan so that your substitute's able to just to click on things and they pop up instead of them having to type in long, uh, long website addresses? So I just challenge you to, to think through your substitute plans. And again, these are plans for when you know you're going to be absent. I do not want you doing these things if you wake up and you are feeling like death. Um, so, because we all have those mornings, but if you know you're going to be absent, why not pour in some of that time to make sure that your kids are continuing learning because it's going to help you out in the long run. You've taken time to improve your craft. Find ways to always be better. I'll catch you next time.